is Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious, but now support and inspire others to do the same. And today we have Lydia Noor all the way from Toronto joining us on Victim to Victory. Welcome, Lydia. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Tracy. I'm excited to share the wonderful things that you are doing uh, in the world at the moment. I've got a little snippet and an insight before we hand the microphone over to Lydia. And she is amazing. She is inspiring. She is changing the world. She is the thought leader and she is authentic and all about connection. And for over 25 years, she has spent in the health and wellness industry as a registered dietitian with the greatest part of her career working in media. Now, following some pivotal life experiences, which no doubt Lydia will go into a little bit more in depth when we talk to her in a moment, that included being widowed without warning, navigating cancer, and a period of unhealthy coping mechanisms, Lita began to incorporate a holistic approach to well-being that focused on the health of her body, mind, and soul. Now, that's not all. This amazing human that is changing and saving lives, she realized how to create her signature program, discovering you, Y-O-U, your own uniqueness where she delivers keynotes and workshops in the area of personal growth connection of self and positive change now that's not all that's not all okay you are going to want to hear what she has to say of how she is helping people get to the heart of what they truly value and empowers them to embody whole health approach to living that results in thriving, purposeful and fulfilling existence. Lydia, you are such a busy lady. Who are you oh, and what is your story? You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is it in a nutshell, but um, obviously there's a whole lot that went into getting to that spot. So, yes, please, I would love to share on your platform. Thank you again. Ah, oh, Tracy, 25 years as a registered dietitian. So I always walk the talk. Health and wellness have been at the forefront of how I live my life. And about two decades into my career, um, I was widowed without warning. I was married to an incredible man. We had three beautiful daughters. And as you mentioned in the intro, I worked in media and I loved what I did. You know, we sort of had that white picket fence life. You know, everything was going along well. I will say prior to um, that big pivotal life-changing moment, I remember feeling that inner restlessness. And I, I often call it the midlife wife syndrome, where you think, you know, life is going along great, but there's something more. It's that nagging inside of you that says there's more I'm meant to be doing with my life. And I always had this check-in point with my husband where, you know, we'd say, are you happy? You know, is everything going along well? And if it's not, let's figure out what we need to do to, to change that. So when I said to him, you know, I like my career, I love the life we've created, but something is missing for me and I don't know what it is. I'm not happy on the inside. I could sense that. And he'd say, well, just figure out what that looks like for you. And, and don't spend too much time on that. Just be present, really enjoy the moment. And he was so good at that. And I really envied it. So fast forward now, he's got a busy career. He's traveling a ton. It's wearing him down. I can see it. 
And I expressed my concern to him one day as he's heading off to China on a five day business trip. And I say, I'm worried about you. And he said, I'm good. You know, it's a real grind, but you know, it's what I have to do to sort of build this business and it's okay. I'll see you. I'll see you on Friday. And three days later is when I got that phone call at three o'clock in the morning from his boss telling me that he had died. So naturally, you know, what followed in the months and years since, you know, was an enormous amount of transitioning and adjusting to life on my own as a sole parent to three daughters. But the, the curious part to the story and the part that really inspired the work I do today is that very, very soon after I got that news, Tracy, I was overcome with this enormous sense of gratitude and love for all that we had experienced. I was very real to the news and what had happened. And I knew that he wasn't coming home, but I was overcome with love and gratitude. And in those early moments, feeling all of that, you know, my cup running over versus that woman a few months earlier who was feeling restless and not sure, you know, she wasn't happy on the inside. All of a sudden there was just something bigger I knew at work in my life, because how was it that in the face of such devastating news, I could feel all of these positive, beautiful emotions and such a connection to his energy. And I knew that that was something I needed to covet, something I really wanted to remain connected to and work on. So in the months that followed, I started bringing practices into my life. So where in, in the past I was focused on nutrition and physical well-being, now I started incorporating practices that would nurture my inner well-being because I knew that this was something that was of equal or more value. So I started doing things like, you know, meditation and reading about what happens when people die and connecting to our departed ones. And it gave me an enormous sense of peace. And it was so interesting because it, that was my big aha moment, finding my inner peace. For me, inner peace was that missing piece, that happiness from the inside that I didn't have before. And I realized that he was so wise in what he said about just be present and enjoy the moment because when I was in the moment, I was completely peaceful. And this became this message that I realized I needed to go out there and share. So before where I worked, you know, my message was all about nourishing your, your body. Now it's about nourishing your inside to be wholly healthy, you know, body, mind, and soul. So that became my mantra. That became the thing I went out and spoke to people about now in front of a camera, on a stage, on a page, wherever I had an opportunity, I spoke about nourishing your entire well-being. And it was gaining momentum. I was doing great. Um, I was getting a lot of positive feedback and praise for the work I was doing. And then a year and a half into that journey, I got a diagnosis of cancer. And so instead of taking uh, why me mentality, I said, what is the message in here? Where's the message in this mess? Because you've just gone through this devastating loss, but you've been able to find the lesson or the learning in that. Why this now? And over, it's interesting because the cancer was in the area of my throat. So I had thyroid cancer. I had about 26 lymph nodes removed down one side of my neck. I had two surgeries in nine months. So it was a pretty busy year mm. of, you know, uh, healing and all of that. And I remember sitting with the news because there was risk of me losing my voice through this. And I remember asking myself, what is the message in this? And the message was to me, don't overthink this, just get out there and share your story, share your learning, share the journey, uh, connect with people on whatever platform you can, because this is really valuable information. What all of this showed me, Tracy, was that turning inward and connecting to the things that are important to you, doing what you need to do to be wholly healthy, I call it discovering you. 
It's discovering what, what is unique to you that lights you up, that helps you be the strongest and best version of yourself. And I knew that there are a lot of people out there like myself, you know, prior to all of these pivotal moments, the midlife wives out there who are struggling to figure out what their purpose is, what the bigger meaning in life is. There are so many of us out there that I need to just share the journey and the story. And, you know, the, the key things for me that really are the touch points that resonate with people, because I will have this conversation and people will say to me, oh, yeah, I totally feel that too, but I don't know how to get past it or beyond it or out of it. And so I have a couple of things that I, I drew, drew from that have worked for me, as I expressed earlier, gratitude is a huge one. Finding gratitude in the face of pain, finding the silver linings in the darkness, um, you will always be the victor. You'll never be a victim if you can find a silver lining or a lesson or a growth opportunity. And that has been the way I've lived my life. I think I've always lived my life that way, but most certainly, you know, when you're, when you're faced with multiple life-changing moments back to back, and you can find the lesson and the learning in it, you are a victor. End of story. So that was the one takeaway that I gave to people and audiences when I spoke. But really, more importantly, is just find that thing that lights you up. People struggle. I think we have so many distractions in our life, um, so many expectations from people in our lives, from our workplaces, from whoever, from social media, all the things that distract us. And if we can stay rooted in who we are or, or really know what it is we value and what makes us uniquely ourselves, then you know we're going to show up as the best version of ourselves everywhere we go and for everybody else in, in everything we do. So I work a lot with people in aligning with their core values. And why I think that's super important is because our values are instilled in us from a young age. And sometimes we take those things that we learned from a young age and carry them through our lives with us. And some of them remain with us, some don't. We don't often give ourselves permission to say, hey, this doesn't resonate with me anymore. And I need to take stock of what's important to me now at this point in time in my life. Because let's face it, you know, we shift, we grow, we have different experiences. Maybe those things that might have been part of that value system that was instilled in us from a young age, those were the things that allowed us to feel secure and safe and loved and supported at that point in time in our lives. But sometimes they don't resonate with us later on. And we're free and we should be free to be uniquely ourselves and step into the things that light us up and make us feel strong and healthy and whole within ourselves. And so that's the work that I do with people now is really helping them align with their core values. First of all, giving themselves permission to do it and then align with those things, you know, so that you can show up in a way that feels authentic because authenticity is it's golden, right? It sure is. Now I love the way you expressed that it's a holistic approach. I heard once somebody say uh, graveyards are the most expensive real estate on earth because that's where our dreams go to die. And there's a lot of people, especially in the coaching space. And I don't know if you would definitely um, resonate with this as well as you say, you know, what are, what are your top three core values? And they don't know. But if you said, what are three things you don't like about yourself, they can rattle off 10. And I think it's so important to send that message to be in alignment with our values and change it in each season of our life that we're actually in as we personally grow or our circumstances or our life experiences change us. Now, on that, what do you think people actually start with? Do you think because uh, you'd know this better than me, do you think they would start with, I want to know what my purpose is? Or would they start with, I want to know what my values is so I know what my purpose is? 
I would absolutely say the latter. I think you have to know what you value before you can understand what your purpose is. Um, and I'm hesitating now because I'm, I'm going through another, you know, exercise that I do with clients sometimes that also is a really great way to kind of get you to that understanding of possibly what your purpose would be. But yeah, you have to know what you value. Um, I think I'm going to give you the example of my own. My values have always been rooted in, in the same thing, but they've expanded based on my life experiences. So I'll use the example of health and well-being. Um, for all of my adult life, that's been at the forefront of, of what I value. Health is top of list, top of mind. But because of my journey, my definition of health and well-being has expanded now to incorporate more than just physical, right? Now it's nourishing emotional and spiritual well-being. You know, connecting to people. I had, you know, that highlight in my career as a dietitian, working from a stage. I loved connecting, you know, sharing an important message, resonating with people, empowering, educating, inspiring, all of that. But now, you know, I, I still connect on that level with a new message, but I also have connected to something bigger and unseen, which is, you know, an energy and a spiritual you know, existence that I, I never had that connection to before. So, you know, the values are there, but they shift and they expand. I think we need to understand what we value to really feel rooted and confident in who we are to be able to show up and say, hey, you know what, I've got this. Um, whether that leads you to your purpose or not, I don't know. I certainly know that for me, um, I know through some of the work I've done just with other practices to get me to a place of feeling really centered, which includes journaling. That's a huge practice of mine that actually helped me see what my purpose was too, you know, because I was able to look back. It didn't actually help me see my purpose. I knew my purpose already through journey. As soon as I made that connection, you know, and as soon as I felt all of that gratitude and love and knew that there was something bigger at work in my life, it was so obvious to me what the purpose was. You know, you're, you're already halfway there in terms of the work you do from a stage, but the message is now going to be this. That's your, your reason for being. Um, but when you look back and you do some things that help you to be centered and grounded, such as journaling, um, in my case, it, it will tie those threads together for you. And you can see how from the time you were young, that calling, that purpose was there. You may not have known it. And so I'm going to use the example of myself. I still love to sing, Tracy. I would be in my parents' basement for hours, singing for no one's ears but my own, <laughs> picturing myself as some great star on a stage. There was something in that that just resonated, but I was too shy. I was actually pretty shy as a kid to really express that openly. Fast forward then to my career in a, as a dietitian in media, and I'm in that sweet spot. I'm like, I'm loving the stage. It wasn't about ego. It was about empowering and just making eye contact with somebody out in the audience and seeing them resonate with what I had to say. And then, you know, fast forward to the work I do now. And again, it's sharing an important message, but using my voice was always my calling. So now I can look back and go, you were always meant, maybe not to be on a stage per se, but to be out there empowering, inspiring, using your voice for the greater good. So if you, if you do the work and you do it strategically but also very organically it'll unfold and show you what you were always meant to do I do believe that so that's part of what I offer as well to help people get to that place and you know I think it's I like to de-emphasize finding your purpose I think that puts a lot of pressure on people because if they don't find their purpose they think oh you know I'll never find it and life is not going to be satisfying I think if you can find things that light you up in other words align with the things that you value and bring them into your life every day then you are living authentically and purposefully. It doesn't have to be, you know, necessarily acting, you know, living out your purpose, but living purposefully. 
with um, alignment, so does our purpose have to be, do you think, in alignment? Um, I've had this discussion quite a number of times with a few people. And when people think of purpose, they think of alignment, something that you're running towards. And I really love the way that you uh, just touched on the fact that you know a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves it's like running around going I can't find my purpose I, I need a purpose uh, and some people they really struggle they really really struggle with that with that um, finding their purpose block and um, how does that tie into kind of being the best version of yourself um, and what I'm trying to say basically is you work in this space so well you're an expert in the field and I know that through the work that you're doing, people who are trying to really um, step into their, their true, authentic self, do you think it just organically, they organically find their purpose once they actually give up looking for it? Yeah, I do. And I think the thing that people are looking for is this, um, this great sort of holy grail moment thing, you know, where they go, Oh, that's it. There's my purpose. It's like, no, you know what? Um, it can be a very small thing. It can be, I, I can give examples, but it can be something as small as whatever nurtures your soul, whatever lights your heart up. Um, and if that's knitting blankets for sick babies in a hospital, then you're, you're, you know, maybe your purpose is just to be a nurturer. You know, it doesn't have to be this great thing that translates into a job or, that's monetary in value. It's just something that really resonates and lights up your heart. And so I always say this to people when I go out and speak, you know, I'm not telling you to get up and share your story on a stage like I'm doing. This is, this is my spot. Like this is where I need to be. Just do whatever lights you up. Do what makes you feel alive and thriving. Listen to your instincts because, you know, nobody knows you better than yourself. And so you got to nurture everything that, that your instincts and that your inner voice is telling you. And just, just flow with it. I think, you know, we, we get caught up in this need to have the answer, but we're here for a lifetime, right? Like it keeps unfolding, right? The journey keeps unfolding and we keep learning and growing and, and making our way towards more and more of a purposeful existence. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 as I said to you before, I try and dissuade, not dissuade, but I really, I, I, don't put so much emphasis on finding your purpose as much as I put emphasis on living authentically. I love that. I absolutely love that because we have to be our own authentic selves because, you know, everyone else is taken. We can always be ourselves. Exactly. And how do your exactly. children, and you said you've got three girls, how, how much of this do they take on as well? Are they loving seeing mum empowering so many other people in this space, especially women? Um, how have they taken this on as well, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, not at all. And it's something we talk about all the time. I think they initially sort of looked at it as mom's journey. This is what, you know, mom needs to do to, you know, really step into who she was meant to be. But they recognize the value. And we talk about this a lot because my girls are 20, 22 and 24. So they're young ladies, but they're just stepping into their own. You know, they're finishing up with schooling and getting into careers and relationships. And so I really emphasize a lot in our home, both by showing my own example, but also through conversation, 
to be really rude in who they are. They're going to shift and change. They're going to grow. Life is going to hand them all sorts of experiences that are going to change who they are and how they see the world. But if they're really, really rooted in who they are as people, and so I really, really encourage the, the spiritual side of their growth, then that will stay with them. And, you know, life will happen, but they will be grounded. I think the most important lesson I try and instill in my girls and that they're they are embracing is to be really rooted in who you are, feel very grounded and centered so that whatever life delivers to you, good or bad or otherwise, you know who you are through all of it. I love that. And what would you say, because you've come such a long way, you've been so through so much and yet here you are still on the stage, you're um, empowering people, you're inspiring people, you're changing communities and, and families and lives and single lives. Um, it's a sort of a mindset, it's holistically, it's inside and out. It's a wonderful place to just sit and breathe, right? So what would you say would yeah. be a, a message that you would want our audience to hear today? Oh, I have two, if that's okay. Oh, <laughs> and the sorry. first is that, and, and I, yeah, no, that's okay. And I've covered them and I've covered this actually a little earlier, but I, I love an opportunity to recap. So thank you very much. I would say, you know, if you can find the silver linings, life is hard. Let me start with that. Life is hard. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to hand you all sorts of unexpected events. And so if you can find the silver linings, in other words, practice gratitude, find the silver lining, the, the light in the darkness, the message in the mess, whatever you want to call it. If you can find that, then you will always be victorious. You will be living from a place that's centered from your heart um, and you'll grow. And that's, I think, a really important thing that I want people to understand that, you know, gratitude isn't reserved just for those obvious things in life, you know, the blue skies and the morning cup of coffee, which I'm always grateful for. But when you can find it in the dark moments, it's victorious is what it is. And then also be really, really, really present with yourself, you know, especially, um, you know, with your own voice inside of your head, because we do have all of those distractions, right? So I call it, you know, my inner spirit. Some people call it their intuition, their instinct, their gut, whatever. Listen to it. Be present with it um, because it's telling you what you need to hear. And it's the most authentic part of yourself. That is what my program essentially is about. Discovering your own uniqueness is about listening to your inner wisdom, you know, aligning with the things you value, understanding who you are and honoring that and being really honest with yourself about, about it because we can't always be. And I had to learn that myself as well, even through all of the good teachable growth moments that I experienced, I still had some rocky moments where life wasn't linear and I had to get really honest with myself and listen to my, my own best, you know, wisest voice, which was my own. And so I would just say, be really present with it. Um, you'll find your peace in the moment. Don't stress about what's over because it's gone. That just makes you sad. Don't spend too much time stressing about what's yet to come and unfold because that might make you anxious. If you can get really present and it's really hard to carve out those moments, but when you are present, you are peaceful. There's no question. I love that. Just such words of wisdom. And it is a great message to 
leave our audience on today because I know that there are light bulbs going off just as you speak. You're speaking words of wisdom. You're speaking love and inspiration into so many people. And thank you very much for being brave to share your story as well, Lydia. And we'll be sharing where to connect uh, with Lydia. She is so appreciated. And I appreciate everything that you've shared with our community today. And you can find the Victim to Victory podcast series on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and our Facebook group. So please subscribe, share, and comment to help be the change that the world needs. And let me leave you with a message of step into your story, figure out who you are, and do it on purpose. Thanks, Lydia. Thank you, Tracy. Such a joy to be here today.